0: Well, hello, and we welcome you to the World Travel Dad Show, where we help you travel intelligently with your family, with trip planning, money-saving tips, and funny stories. We are a resource for your next travel chapter. We are excited to have you here, and we hope our adventure helps you with yours. Tips, jokes, stories, and overall fun for your ears to enjoy. Now here's our host, World Travel Dad. Welcome in. you found the World Travel Dead show. On today's episode, we're still talking about Kalanta, southern Thailand. And we're going to be talking about a day trip to Phi, Phi Island, the famous island where Leonardo DiCaprio's The Beach was shot. I promised to do a podcast after that trip. The trip has now occurred and I will share with you all the details And, of course, we always like to start off with current events. There's plenty going on. Okay, so... The first story that we're going to cover is still Sam Bankman Freed. This story uh, got more interesting because he was indicted... By a federal grand jury, and arrested while in the Bahamas. Um, can't help to feel bad for the guy. You know, you're sitting in the Bahamas uh, one minute, and uh, the next, you're the feds come and get you. But I have to believe that Sam Bankman-Fried was uh, freaking out. I mean, that's why I was so surprised that he was doing this whirlwind media tour i mean uh, assuming he knew that the feds had a case i mean i'm assuming they contacted him i know he was meeting with the federal uh, commodities trade commission uh like we talked about in the last episode it was 14 times over the 12 preceding 12 months who knows what they were talking about um I think if I were meeting with regulators that much, I'd be concerned. Um, the indictment was unsealed, and just so you know the background on federal grand juries. It requires nine out of twelve jurors to convict, um, and I, I forget the language. Not not convict, but to to. Um, To find that the government has a plausible case but it's more than that Um, I always used to think a grand jury was nine out of twelve and that's not good for the defendant Um, I think probably statistically it ain't good so there's a case there I was wrong I thought he wouldn't get indicted Um, I thought I, I was well first of all the timing of the indictment is what's very strange you know why why now I'm assuming that the government had this case. Um, Why did they arrest him now? Well, it was after the midterm elections, and he was a major Democratic donor. You know, you guys all keep wanting to call this the next Bernie Madoff, but Bernie Madoff was not a major political donor, to my knowledge. And I think this is, therefore, quite different. And I also think... Bernie Madoff never, he never invested or purchased a single security throughout the entire Ponzi scheme. He was a straight Ponzi scheme. SBF to me, it seems like a co-mingling um, case is very likely. And just, I mean, for background, when when people in the media are talking about co-mingling, that's not illegal. Co-mingling per se, in and of itself, is not an illegal action. You can commingle certain accounts. What the, the problem is, if it's either fraudulently induced funds, and we already talked about that, or there is a breach of fiduciary duty, and the funds that are being commingled uh, go toward that breach. But just commingling funds, I, I always hate it when people talk about that. Like you know. I quick aside. It reminds me of the with the Kyle Rittenhouse thing when the you know left wing media kept saying you know he drove across state lines with a with a firearm. Well, that's not illegal. I mean, you can drive across state lines. That they, they may that that's supposed to make it seem more grave. You know, it's just clickbait stuff. But this is this is not a political show. Um, in a moment, I will talk about how uh, right wingers screwed up. Um, So anyway, I think the federal government in this SBF matter uh, should be pretty embarrassed. You know, if it took them this long to build a case, either they waited for a specific reason or they are uh, fairly inept um, that they let this go on for so long. Think about how many people lost money on this guy's investments in the past year. If they knew that there was embezzlement or, you know, any kind of fraud going on, if they had any inkling of that, don't you think you'd... You'd get a subpoena quickly and you would, uh, and you'd get the books and you'd try to shut the thing down before so many other people lost their money. So, uh, I'm very skeptical and I think the government should be embarrassed. And I think, uh, this idea that more regulation would have saved everyone is complete garbage. You know, there was plenty of regulation when. When the Madoff thing was happening. That, that was happening directly under the SEC's nose. So if we think the SEC would have saved the day here, uh, I don't buy it. Maybe you guys do. Maybe it helps you guys sleep at night. You know, to know that the government's here to, to save us again. Um, but uh, it doesn't help me sleep. I don't think anyone should, uh, should feel comfortable that there's going to be more regulation. That's not going to save the crypto industry. The, you know, we need to start calling cryptocurrencies what they actually are. It's nothing. It's an, it's a nothing asset, and you're buying it simply to hope that it appreciates. But like I said, um, blockchain technology is terrific. Smart contracts, awesome. Uh, setting up um, secure payment systems for societies across the globe i think that's that's all great stuff and if you want to use blockchain as a um current you know as a transfer of currency and even have something like a bitcoin okay fine you know larger governments you got to be careful if if you have a digital currency they're going to know everything you're doing i know that's ted nugent you know black helicopter stuff but that's what you that's what you guys come to the show for I still think money laundering needs a mens rea intent. I think they need to prove that SBF had intent. So let, that's the next shoe to drop. Did he intend to do all this stuff? Well, look, I'll stop defending the guy if he uh, if he did. But until then, I, I will defend him. He's innocent until proven guilty. Uh, next story, Brittany Griner. I saw this one. She was released in a prisoner swap. Victor Boot, the merchant of death, arms dealer, you know, he's not the only bad guy in the world. Uh, I guess it's bad that he was released. So here's my take on this one. The, the right-wing media, whatever's left of it, you know, the shows that I've listened to on the right side, they were up in arms because there's this CEO that's been wrongfully detained for over four years uh, in Russia. And he should have sort of been next in line, the right wing, right wingers don't like that. You know, Brittany Griner was released because of she said she sort of leapfrogged. She, she uh, no no ifs, no buts, no coconuts. You know, she she butted in line, and uh, many speculate because she is a uh, gay African American woman, um, and they didn't like that it seemed political to me. And and we could have maybe tried to get that other guy out along with the swap for Victor Boot. Uh, but alas, they just gave us Griner for Boot. Uh, Brittany Griner is a gold medalist. Um, she's a pretty high-profile detainee prisoner. Uh, I'll, uh, no offense to the other guy, I feel terrible for him, but I've never heard of that guy. Nobody's heard of that guy, you know? Um, so if the right wing if right wingers want to know why it was Griner it's because of how high profile she was so you can you can say it's unfair uh, whatever but that's why it happened could we have gotten Griner and I keep saying the other guy I forgot his name Um, I don't know I've yet to see one of our presidents play chess with Putin Uh, we're, we're, we're playing checkers Putin's playing chess. He's KGB from rounders, and we we roll in, and the guy keeps, you know, he's he's so many steps ahead right now. You know, part of that is he is a dictator. Um, we have we used to have a constitution. I mean, it's still it's still there, and we uh, we try to adhere to it. We act like we we do, but you know. Putin um, was not going to let that. Not, he wasn't going to make it a two for one. So, I think we took the best deal that we could get, and I think that's that's Biden's mo. I mean, he j- Biden just goes through. He's going through the motions on his presidency. I don't know what. I don't know what goals or aims. I, I can't tell what's going on. You know, it's it's unfortunate. Um, it's unfortunate when someone has an opportunity. To have a clear strategy and a goal and to do what's right for, for the entire country. And you know. But you left wingers are probably uh, not even listening, so like I said, I'm not I'm not right or left wing. I think I think the right wing gets a lot wrong too. Um finally Oh, there's a Teamsters Union bailout? I mean, who cares? I know that ostensibly the taxpayers are on the hook for this stuff. People with... People with pensions in general are so dumb. I can't believe that we're still doing them. Everyone who gets... Everyone I've met that gets a pension, especially you teachers out there, you guys are always bitching and moaning so much. Look, I know. Dealing with, like, little rugrats. Not fun, I get it. But stop bitching. You get You get a pension... They're unfunded. They're, it's an albatross around our economy. And uh, stop complaining. We'll be right back. I can't tell you how versatile the WISE card has been for my travels. From paying for my kids' school tuition in Ubud, to wiring the tour company payment for our snorkeling trip, the WISE card has been there for me. Let me explain how it works. From the states or anywhere, you purchase foreign currency and keep it in your WISE account. It becomes your de facto foreign bank account. You purchase at the current exchange rate. If you think the dollar is at its peak in value, Purchase a foreign currency, pay a very minimal fee, and voila, you have your short dollar position. Congratulations, you're now a foreign currency trader, and you didn't have to open a bank account in Montenegro. And fellas, your wife wants to go to Italy. She's sick of the bowling alley as your idea of entertainment. Why not start by opening your Wise account today? If you use the link in the show notes, capitalize with at least $300 U.S., World Travel Dad gets a minuscule kickback that I promise to use on cheap beer. Take your wife to Italy. Let's get back to this thing I'm calling a show. Welcome back. As promised, we're doing a trip report. CoPP. Le, uh the Pee Pee Islands, group of islands out in the Andaman Sea off the coast of Thailand. Um, it is pretty darn cool. Um, we're talking, you know, really soft white sand. Uh, the beach, the movie, we're talking The Beach Baby. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, LDC as he's known in these circles. Um, I wanted to talk more about that movie because... I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. My wife and I were going to kind of settle in, and we still might. I think maybe tonight's to do that. You know, this is dropping on a Friday. You know, it's dropping. Um, and uh, Friday night. We're going to Phuket tomorrow, so i got to take it easy tonight. I felt I feel a bit like Dido today. Drank too much last night, got bills to pay, that kind of thing. I, w- I, had, uh, I had two pina coladas and a large... Chong, love the large chong, but not doing the large tonight. Um, anyway, back to PP Island. We took a speedboat out there, and uh, my family has really taken a liking to snorkeling. And we, uh, the next trip we do, we're gonna we're gonna just do a hardcore snorkeling trip. Where all that's all they do because the two trips we've been on. They roll a lot in, you know, other stuff into it. They roll some sightseeing in. Uh, we went back in this canyon, which is pretty cool. There are tons of boats back there. Um, smaller boats, which I liked. Ours is a big speedboat, so we didn't have a lot of room to kind of get back there. But I think that's the draw of staying out at Pepe Island, because there's not much there. But I feel like the people that did go out there make that extra step i mean they're rewarded with experiences like that where you take a small boat back you know in this canyon for the day people are doing you know doing the front flips i see you that was awesome Uh, i wish i could do one i gotta i gotta try to do that i'm learning to dive on this trip and it's not going well i'm i'm not i don't i don't really know how to dive i didn't grow up around pools you know, Colorado, we grew up in the snow. I can throw a snowball. um, You know, so we left this canyon, and the water was kind of rough to snorkel, but uh, we did stop at one spot. I'm sorry. Then we went to the state park, the uh, national park. Sorry, Maya Bay. And this was the... I did the Instagram post, the 360. This was one of the beach scenes. um so that movie's great I can't wait to watch it again it's just it's like backpacker like dream come true and you know you got Tilda Swindon she plays a great crazy lady and she gets exposed in the end for being a nut she's like the leader of the group and you got Leonardo and he and the French couple have to swim over there they they have to swim to the other island that that's pretty intense that would be kind of an intense thing to do um you know if if it was were real i don't think people would do that and leonardo you know he promptly steals the the french guy's girlfriend of course i felt bad for that guy the french guy was very ethical and moral to like the very end of the movie and like everyone else like oh my god they were so um they went so crazy. They should really be embarrassed. And then when they got back to the States, they tried to act like everything was normal. I tell you what, you, you know, like we talked about a couple episodes ago, you, you know, morality only is eternal. John Adams. After that stop, then we, we did do a quick snorkeling stop. And I'll drop you for about 40 minutes. And that was some good snorkeling. That rivaled Nusa Penida over in Indonesia uh, as a snorkeling stop, and we saw lots of fish. It's beautiful, uh, crystal clear water. It was warm, and then we went to Bamboo Island after that, and that was a nice beach. I mean, like I said, I I don't need the stops in between. I just want the snorkeling. I want the tropical fish. I want the yeah, I the chance to uh, to see some cool stuff, and I don't need to stop at a beach. I guess I don't know. It was cool. We it, it was beautiful. It was fun. But then we got to our last snorkeling stop, and my son and I were kind of off exploring this separate section. We saw a uh, a black tip reef shark, about four feet long. Uh, black tip reefer. It was a it was really cool. I'm really happy that we both saw it because you really can see the black tips on the fins. I mean, I don't know. Is that kind of dorky? I thought it was cool. And after that stop, um, saw the black tip, then we headed back to the main island um, of Kopipi uh, Lay, I think. There's Kopipi Don, Kopipi Lay, and then I, I don't know any of the other ones. There's a lot of islands out there, and it was nice. We had lunch, and uh, it's kind of a nice harbor area, and then they zip you back to Kolanta. So uh, I highly recommend Kolanta. It's great. They don't have the, the travel pressure right now, so it's a good bargain. You don't get huge crowds. Speaking of crowds, we're going to Phuket for our Christmas break. Uh, Christmas is about nine days away, and we are very excited. We're going to really treat it like an like a break. Um, you know, little break from school. You, know, you gotta you gotta stay fresh though on on the math. You don't want to take a full break, and so I think we'll incorporate some of that still. But yeah, should be nice. Phuket's going to be very crowded. It's very built up. Uh, there's a there's a party zone, and I would love to uh, tell you guys all about about that party zone, about the quiet sections, and of course, you know the point is if you can't travel here, maybe um, this will inspire you or help you while you're daydreaming, you know, in your cubicle. That's what I that's what I used to do. You know, I'd find these crappy podcasts like mine and you just kind of daydream and it's like uh you know gets you through the through that wednesday the proverbial wednesday um but that's it for this week so see you next week in uh sunny phuket thailand for christmas break Thank you for listening to this show. I am constantly trying to improve through the process of iteration. Your time is valuable, and I appreciate you spending it here. We are now available on Google, Apple, and Spotify. Wherever you are listening, please take a moment to leave a five-star review and hit subscribe. And I promise to do whatever I can to send you good vibes.